Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Don't Forget About Your Toads. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today so thankful. You are such a wonderful God, a merciful God. Thank you for sending your very own son, Jesus, to pay the price for all of us at Calvary. And all we have to do is accept that free gift by accepting his lordship in our life. Father, we thank you for it. We love you. We choose to be a bright light in these dark end times. And we thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic. Don't forget about your toads. In the first month of this podcast a couple years ago, God taught me a lot by using a desperate toad in my crawl space. If you didn't hear about it, I had a half bathroom project that took me into the crawl space in my house. On one of my first crawl space visits, I came across a toad and I thought, he shouldn't be down here and he probably can't get out. But he looks yucky and I'm busy, so I did my work and left him down there and crawled out of the crawl space when I was done that day. Well, God showed me that toad was like people in the world. We sometimes can think it is their fault for where they are in life. I didn't put that toad down there in the crawl space. It is his fault that he is down here. And like people, that toad was different than me and definitely not my problem. He looks and acts differently. Or like people that are different than me. They come from different socioeconomic backgrounds, etc. Do you see what God was trying to show me? Of course, I was thinking, sorry, Toad, you shouldn't be down here anyway. You're not my problem, and I'm busy with my life anyway. Do we often think the same thing about people that we come across in our lives, thinking or saying, sorry, Mr. or Mrs. Person that I don't know or don't know very well? You shouldn't be here anyway. You're not my problem, and I'm busy with my life. And maybe someone else will come by and help you. So today I'm asking you, and I'm asking myself, have we been thinking about people in our lives lately that are like that toad, and they need some help, and maybe God is calling on you or me to help them? Do we sometimes get too busy thinking about the person in the mirror that we don't take time to think about and even be aware of others around us that need our help? Well, let's start today in Mark 4:19 in the Amplified Bible. Jesus said, But the worries and cares of the world, the distractions of this age with its worldly pleasures, and the deceitfulness and the false security or glamour of wealth or fame, and the passionate desires for all the other things creep in and choke out the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Folks, the greatest commandment is to love God, and then the second is to love others. And we can't really show our love for God without loving others. But Jesus said the worries and the cares of the world will get us distracted from serving God. The distractions of the world and worldly pleasures can keep us from doing what God has planned for us, including helping others that we know and come into contact with, including witnessing to those around us that don't know Jesus. 
Is there a more important assignment from God than helping people to receive Jesus? Those people we know that are like that toad in my crawl space that obviously need help. My friends, there are multiple scriptures that tell us that the second greatest commandment is to love our neighbor as ourselves. Those neighbors or the people we come across in our lives are like that toad I came across. We need to quit thinking about our intentions to help people and bless people, but to look at our actions. Are we really consistently helping people and most importantly witnessing to them about Jesus? Not witnessing about our church. Are we truly loving our neighbor as ourselves? Matthew 25, in the Amplified Bible, starting in verse 34, Jesus said, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you blessed of my Father, you favored of God, appointed to eternal salvation. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. 35, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Folks, do we sometimes make excuses for not helping those in need? Jesus didn't make room for excuses. 36. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me with help and ministering care. I was in prison, and you came to me ignoring personal danger. My friends, it is very important to talk to people about Jesus. But sometimes people, like that toad represented, won't listen to us about Jesus if we haven't first shown that we care about them by helping them in natural things. Are you and I always on the lookout to help people around us, like that toad that desperately needed my help? In fact, that toad would have died if I didn't finally decide to help it. But what about the people around us? Are there people in our lives that maybe only will listen to you or me? 37. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when do we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? 38. And when do we see you as a stranger and invite you in, or naked and clothe you? 39. And when do we see you sick or in prison and come to you? 40. The king will answer and say to them, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, to the extent that you did it for one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it for me. Folks, do we sometimes forget that when we help others, it is just like helping Jesus. It is. And when we don't help others, we have the next verse. 41. Then he will say to those on his left, Leave me, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire which has been prepared for the devil and his angels or demons. My friends, the seeker-friendly churches don't want to talk about hell, but it is real. None of us should want any part of that. Jesus shows us here that one of the ways we end up there is not helping others in need. 42. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. 43. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick, and in prison, and you did not visit me with help 
and ministering care. Folks, don't miss that part. We are to assist people with help and ministering care. And we won't know how to give ministering care if we don't know our Bible and spend time in church hearing the preached Word of God. 44. Then they also in their turn will answer, Lord, when do we see you hungry or thirsty, or as a stranger or naked or sick or in prison, and did not minister to you? 45. Then he will reply to them, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, to the extent you did not do it for one of the least of these, my followers, you did not do it for me. My friends, God doesn't give us a list of acceptable excuses for not helping others, like that toad in my crawlspace represented. But if we are born again, we already have God's love inside of us. Let's all choose to use it and be a blessing to those around us. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you're merciful. Thank you for your mercy on times in the past, Lord, when we missed you that you guided us to someone to help them, to be a blessing to them, and we ignored your calling, Father, or we were so busy with the noise of life, we didn't even hear you. Father, we repent of that. We choose to listen to your still, small voice, to help those in need, most importantly, sharing the gospel, but helping them also in the natural and being a blessing and showing your love. Thank you for your mercy and love. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.